If you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that I do have a merch store or two, and I don't generally push my merch because I don't feel comfortable hitting you guys up for money. But if you're listening to me on anything resembling a regular basis, you probably laugh at the same things I do. You probably think a lot of the same things I do. So why don't you go check out HorribleDesigns.com. They have assorted merchandise with funny comments on it, funny t-shirts, funny mouse pads, funny coffee cups, and then some stuff that maybe not necessarily so funny, but is definitely relevant, whether it's a social opinion, an economic opinion, a stance on you know things like veganism or whether or not you need essential oils in your life. So yeah, anyway, that's my little plug. I have some of their shirts. They're comfortable. They're cool. I like them. HorribleDesigns.com. Go check it out. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Yeah, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Joining me today is Kevin from the Jury Room Podcast. Kevin, why don't you tell the folks about your show? <laughs> Aaron, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, it's been too long, my friend. We've uh, It's hard to believe, but I think we've known each other for almost two years now, and it's uh it's been a journey man but uh, i'm glad to be here i'm thankful yeah. to to be a part of the show but my name is kevin i'm host of the jury room podcast it's a true crime podcast that is solo hosted i post episodes every week uh yeah you can find me on most major podcasting platforms and so if you like true crime come check me out man or even if you don't like true crime go check it out because <laughs> it's uh, we were we were chit-chatting before i hit record it i was telling kevin it's a very well recorded show because uh i'm not a particularly a true crime guy and i still listen to it every week and it's it's definitely worth the time so because well, that's all I, it is. I mean i i appreciate that and you know as i said i, I genuinely I, I appreciate our friendship and, and i'm thankful to have met you that is one thing man that this podcasting journey has brought me to a place where i've met a lot of amazing people and I wouldn't trade it for the world, man. That's I'm I'm very thankful for the community and for the networking that we all have done that we otherwise wouldn't have even ever thought of each other. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, that's one of those things about like the whole independent podcast community thing. It's it's probably the most wholesome environment I've ever found on the internet. And I'm old. I'm one of the like <laughs> old school internet guys. You know, I mean. I, Right. I, I used to be like, I was hot shit because I had a 33.6 modem, you know? Everybody else was still rocking a 28.8, and I was like, yeah, bitches. <laughs> yeah, see, 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 see this white shit in the beard? Yeah. <laughs> That's been earned. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, hell, I, I remember when the internet didn't have anything to click on. It was all uh, text. <laughs> you know what, though? I So do I, though. I grew up, when, when I was a kid, we didn't have the internet. The internet came in when I was probably, well, it started becoming mainstream probably around the time I was 11, 12 years old, back when AOL started. And, yeah. <laughs> and so I, you know, as a, as a younger kid, I, I didn't have the internet and, and I mean, hell, I barely remember pagers. Pagers were a thing when I was like a little kid, but yeah. cell phones started and I, I used to it, sell pagers. <laughs> I could oh, see it that. was it was a hustle. I mean, it right. was great. And then, my, my, but and then when cell phones first came out, I mean, that was everybody was like, "Oh my god, what do I like?" It was a whole thing. But no, it, it's crazy watching how the world has evolutionized as far as you know the way that technology has gone just in twenty years. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean. Let's see. I got my first cell phone senior year of high school. And I was like literally one of the only people in my school that had one. It was like me and a couple of rich kids. And I only had one because my dad worked for the railroad. And they had a special deal set up with one of the cell, cell phone providers that was like you got package deals for the family. Right. 
And so I had, you know, at, at, you know, 18 years old, I had a bag phone that I <laughs> carried around in my backpack because <laughs> I was afraid to leave it in my car. Right. Somebody was going to boost it, you know. Not only that, but and you couldn't that... even call anybody. Oh, yeah. No, no, you couldn't call anybody because no, none of your friends had cell phones. They were out dicking around with you usually. Right. <laughs> but we we had pagers. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention, we I never called anybody on my cell phone back in the day because it was like a dollar thirty something a minute. Right. And I was like, yeah, no, hard pass. No, no. I was just this is for emergencies. This is for when the car catches on fire in a ditch somewhere. And yeah. at the time I was driving like an 84 Cutlass. So it, catching on fire on the side of the road was a very real possibility. That <laughs> uh, thing was a beast though. But uh, And there was no coverage. Like you had oh, to be. Oh yeah, no, not at basically all. Basically <laughs> like standing underneath the satellite and there was one satellite in the air to be able to stand underneath. So. Yeah, pretty it much. Was, yeah, it was it was an interesting. It was the wild, wild west of technology back then. Yeah, it, it was it was. I mean, you know, kind of dating myself here, but let's see. That was nineteen ninety six for me. Ninety six, <laughs> ninety seven. Use old as fuck, man. Graduated. Yeah, I know. What the fuck, ah, dude? And, I was and, born know, in the nineteen hundreds. Jesus. <laughs> I know. That's sad. Cause so was I, yeah. and that makes me sad because there's ah, like well. people now who are born in the two thousands who are like classified as adults. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, shit. My, well, technically my kid was born at the end of the 1900s too. So I can't say too much. He's born in 98. I got a sister who was born in 99. So there you go. They're about yeah. the same age. Then. Yep. Well, I'm, and I actually, I'm trying to do math here. In my, yeah, yeah, no, okay, 98. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be 24 in a couple months. So. Happy yeah, birthday to Aaron's son. Yeah, well, he doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you though. But yeah, he'll. Well, his birthday is in November. He's a. He's a good kid. I'm proud of him. He's a good young man. But yeah. I digress. <laughs> but yeah, no. But like I said, it's it's crazy to me how far things have come, and you know. I'm, walking around with a phone in my pocket that has more processing power than my first four computers put together. I know. <laughs> I and like, it makes us sound so insane. old right now. Yeah. <laughs> like we sound like, like when old. I was your age. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Too. When I was a young man, we <laughs> didn't have smartphones. We had the Nokia and it didn't crack if you looked at it sideways oh. like your little smartphone does. You could kill a homeless man with it. That is true. You <laughs> could throw that motherfucker off of a balcony and it would be like, is that it? That's all you got? Yeah, it's like, what you got? Right. <laughs> and, I, and I can honestly say, when I finally did like get that Nokia brick phone that, you know, like I said, you could kill somebody with it. it you just had to swing it hard enough. I, 100%. I, I literally dropped it off of a hotel balcony. Um, into a pool, <laughs> took it out of the pool, dried it out, turned it back on, and it didn't even mess up the screen. It was like, what, that's all you got? A little bath? <laughs> I needed it. Your face is filthy. And, and you know, and then it was like, here, you want to play Snake? Yeah, let's play Snake. And, oh, my uh, God, Snake. That <laughs> shit was so much fun. Yeah. I, I have a buddy of mine that literally got that so got the snake so long that there was no more turns he could do on the screen it was i was like you do this way too fucking dude you got to get a girlfriend bro <laughs> he's like what I'm like i'm just saying you spend a little too much time with your snake right <laughs> but yeah and that was uh that was uh, the good the, the good old days when things were simpler it was a simpler time it was a simpler time. We could play Snake on our phones. We didn't have to worry about text messages because they oh took forever God. to write and they cost you five cents a piece. And actually, I, at one point, I was on a prepay cell phone uh, when I had can't ride. I had uh, some identity theft issues at one point <laughs> and uh, basically had to. Oh, yeah. And it was before all the identity theft laws really went into play. So I got I got put on the hook for a lot of shit I had nothing to do with. That's so because uh, 
Oh yeah. So well, somebody opened, I used to have really, really, really amazing credit because like right. right out of high school, I got two credit cards and I, I would use them and pay them off like, as soon as I used them. Mm-hmm. This, was, this was back in the old days before electronic banking. So every time I used my credit card, I would go home and write a checkout for whatever I just spent and stick it in an envelope. And then at the, at the end of the month, I would mail that envelope with like eight checks in it off to the credit card people. And, uh, so I built up my credit really good. Right. Then, then, uh, I, I have a really strong suspicion of who it was that identity thefted me because, um, when I, I was living with my brothers and we had this random dude that we felt bad for that got thrown out by his girlfriend that we let him stay with us for a little while. And, uh, I got fed up with him being a lazy sack of shit that was just like, I told him, dude, you can stay here till you get on your feet and you can go get your own place, but you don't live here. Don't get too comfortable. Right. I was like, and then after like a week, I realized this motherfucker didn't have a job. So I was like, (laughs) get a job, save some money up, get the hell out. And then uh, about two weeks after that, his parents showed up with a bunch of his shit. And I'm like, what? you need to take all this and go. <laughs> They're like, well, what? We're dropping off his stuff. I'm like, no, he doesn't live here. You got the <laughs> wrong impression. I said, I was letting him stay here because his girlfriend threw him out. He's not moving in. Take all this shit back to your house. Right. Get the fuck. And it, he is not staying here. Yeah, and it is. His mom started getting all worked up and his dad started to say something. I was like, look, I'm, I'm being real with you guys. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't pay any bills. He's not my goddamn kid. I'm not supporting him. Take all this shit back to your house. Right. And she she got all bent out of shape, but his dad was just like, all right, that's fair, man. I, I appreciate you letting him stay here. I was like, yeah, well, you better appreciate him into a goddamn job or he's going to be homeless again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, bas- basically one thing led to another. He wound up pissing me off and I threw him the hell out. I mean, and he's at that point, he still did not have a job and he, and and he, of course, blamed you. It's your fault, not his. Oh yeah. No, he, no, he, he actually kind of owned up to the fact that I, I, I gave him more than enough chances, but shortly after that, he convinced some chick with like five kids by five different guys that he should live with her. So I was like, Hey, whatever. I mean, you want to be Mr. Nanny and be raising other people's kids. That's on you. Not that, that, not that I see that there's anything wrong with raising other people's kids. I mean, that's, that part's okay. And realistically, I don't even really care about the five different kids with five different dads thing. Right. Beyond the fact that like the way their age group was staggered, she right. wasn't getting pregnant based on being in a committed relationship with these guys. Oh. And, and cause like the kids were literally like 11 months apart. Every, every case. Oh, and I'm like, man, you didn't even wait for the stitches to come out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, uh, and, and like I said, based on that fact alone, you got, you know, five kids, five dads. And right. the kids are, you know, on, the age range from the youngest to the oldest is only like seven years. And like, this, you know, the math just says, you know, have it, man, you don't love yourself. <laughs> Either you're trying to trap somebody and you're going about it all wrong or you need to, I mean. <laughs> I'm not a, I don't even have a problem. You sleep with whoever you want as as many people as you want. I don't care. Just be careful and use your fucking head. Right. Don't, don't go out having all these kids you can't afford to handle and you ain't got nobody to help you with. No shit, huh? And so your solution is to take some homeless dude and bring him into your apartment (laughs) so he can watch the kids while you go to work. I think it's that, that, uh, some women fall into that trap of trying to fix a man. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, well, this this guy always had a knack for finding people willing to try and fix him too. So, and and actually, it was kind of funny. I mean, he he's, he even got to the point where I was getting ready to throw him out, and one of my brothers was like, "Man, we gotta help this young man. He he doesn't know how to fill out a job application. He doesn't know how to do this. He doesn't know like how to do that." I'm like, "No, we gave him six weeks to try and figure out how to do all this shit." Right. I said that was four months ago. <laughs> Because I I, when he came in, I told him it would only be for a few weeks, and he wound up being there like almost, almost half a year. Right. And I was like, and then on top of that, I still wouldn't. I was still willing to work with him. I was like, but here's the thing: I'm getting tired of you going out running the streets during the week and not trying to do anything except for come back to the apartment, pass out, 
sleep till noon, get up, play my video games while I'm at work so I can go to the grocery store and buy food for the apartment. And your ass can sit around and not do shit all day and eat it. I'm not your daddy. Yeah, fuck that. I'm, I'm, I'm not your daddy. I've seen your mom. I don't have any desire to be your daddy. <laughs> Motherfucker, get a job. And I wound up telling the guy, I'm like, look, dude, here's, here's the deal. Friday night, Saturday night, hell, I'll even give you a Sunday night. You can do whatever you want. Go out, be a dick, party. We're young. Right. And, and, and that's the thing. This was when we were all like, I, shit, I think I was, I was the oldest at like 24, 25. Only, what was that, like 85 years ago or some shit? Yeah, it was like, you know, back, back in aught three, aught two. <laughs> was it, it BC really was or like aught three and aught two? Was it BC? BC yes. Or, yeah, BC. You know, I used, used to ride my dinosaur to work. And, <laughs> Fuck yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Like Fred, Fl- the, Fred Flintstone type it, shit? Exactly. <laughs> Oddly enough, my stepmom used to refer to me as Fred Flintstone. Which, oh. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. That's a whole nother story. Um, and I was, when, when I was still living at home as a young man, I was like, you know, 18, 19. And, um, I had this like leopard print cheetah print bathrobe that a girl gave me that I would wear. And I also have legs like tree trunks. So I, I would get up in the morning. Like I, when I, I, when I was in my like 1920 phase, <laughs> I, I had my own business and, uh, well, a couple of my friends and I started a business, and I would keep really stupid hours. Like I would get caught up working on some of this like web development stuff and stuff we were doing. I would get home at like three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and, uh, Holy shit. so I would go to bed and sleep till like, you know, eight or nine, depending on if I had class that day or not. And uh, so I would come out, walk into the kitchen in my bathrobe and my stepmom would be there and she'd just be like, morning, Fred. Well, yeah, but dabba do to you too. God damn it. Is there any coffee left? <laughs> And, you know, I'd pour myself a cup of coffee and get my day started. Yeah, and I could kind of see the comparison of looking like Fred. Do you do you still do, like, web development and stuff like that? Um, not really. Uh, I mean, a little bit. I play around with the website I put up for the show. I am extremely rusty, and all my knowledge is very dated at this point. So it's right. like, like, I can still go into an HTML editor and play around with it a little bit, but most of the modern scripts and stuff just i i could probably do it if i really sat down and tried right but as it sits i mean i made a decision decades ago that i wanted to be a chef and well shit <laughs> i mean that's worked so, out pretty well for you so i i it's probably yeah. a good, good decision yeah i really i can't complain i mean i'm not a household name i'm not rich and famous but i'm happy so fuck it I mean, that's what most people want out of life is happiness, right? So you're doing probably better than like. I think so. I'm doing better than a lot of people. Right. I'll admit that. I'd be a little happier if I wasn't in Illinois. I'll be honest about that. That's that's neither here nor there. This But you're you're in like Chicago or close to Chicago, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's part of the problem. It's just too people-y for me these days. (laughs) I'm like, people, I mean, I, I was kind of antisocial before COVID and just having everybody else locked in their houses for months was great because I, I was still going out and doing all my shit. Agree. <laughs> but, you know, like when I, when I started my current job, it's like 45 miles from here to my office, but I was making the drive in like 32 minutes because <laughs> I would get on the highway and not touch the brake until I got to my exit because there was no traffic. Beautiful. How long does it take you now? Oh, let's see. Monday, it took me just over an hour because oh. uh, it was it was a big oof. I I don't know why. I think I'm I'm assuming there was an accident because I was on a th- you know three lanes going north. Uh, I'm in the left lane. All of a sudden, I'm doing like six miles an hour. Right. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it's pretty much a straight shot from like where I get on the highway to where I get off the highway. There's no, it's not real curvy. There's not a lot of turns. It's just go. That's right. what you need to do. And part of the problem is I think a lot of these people that have been either working from home or unemployed for the last couple of years forgot how commuting works. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so 
they're doing all this dumb shit. I've seen an accident like every day for the last two weeks. It's just depends on what stage the accident is at when I see it. Like a lot of the times it's, you know, I see just debris on the side of the road and I'm like, oh, that's why we weren't moving for the last 15 minutes. Okay. Right. But I've, there's been a couple of days where I've seen them loading the cars onto the, onto the, onto the tow trucks. And then there were a couple of days where I saw like the accident happen in my rear view mirror. And I'm like, whoops, sucks to suck. That's I mean, fucked up. You, you know, part of me feels bad because I'm like, you know, that I'm, I'm sorry. You just got into a, an, an accident on the freeway at like 80 miles an hour. Right. And the other part of me is going, well, dumbass, that's what happens when you cut off a semi truck. They take the rear yeah. end off your car and you go spin out and you go into a wall. I mean, it's, true. it's, it's not rocket science. They're big. You're little. It's, it's, you know, it's just kind of how it works. They can't stop. The physics means they can't stop. I, uh, you know? I used to drive a semi truck for a living for a very long oh. time. And you would not believe some of the shit I've seen over the years of cars cutting you off. I mean, not getting pissed at you. Like, you know how, like when you're going it, cause the semis are stuck to the two lanes, right? So if you yeah. have somebody to your left and somebody's getting on the freeway, it's hard for you to slow down. So you keep going and then they get pissed yep. off at you because you don't slow down for them. And it's like, you're well, not letting me in actually <laughs> my right away, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. let's have the eight eighty thousand pound vehicle slow down. So your friggin' Prius can hop in front of them. Right. And yeah, yeah I've, uh... I've seen some shit over the years, man, that I just baffles me that they hadn't been killed yet. You know what I mean? Just because of the pure. Uh, I, I, I have one that I've, I've literally been waiting for this car to be exploded. I don't know how else <laughs> to put it. There's all it, it, it went away during the winter, which right. makes sense to me. Uh, there's a car, the guy's coming out of Chicago, somewhere out into the suburbs by where I live. Cause like, like Chicago to get into like Chicago proper, the actual city, not because the Chicago metro area covers a lot of territory, but right. to get into like the core of actual Chicago right. is probably another, I don't know, eight or nine miles north of where I would go to go to work. And it's about, because I used to work in like the heart of downtown Chicago. Right. And that was a like 48 mile drive from my house. My current job is like a 42 mile. And oddly enough, it takes like an hour less for those extra eight miles, you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because Chicago traffic is just fucking horrible. It's like L.A. traffic. This, yeah. No, L.A. traffic, I, I hear, is worse. I've never I, I've never made it to California. It's on my bucket list. I want, I want to go to San Diego at least. And San Diego is beautiful. Yeah. Well, I've, I've got a couple family members out there that I would like to and have them take me to fantastic seafood places and now like mo mostly thanks to like podcasting and stuff i've now i've got people i would like to go see that are in like la and yeah i'll stop out and see you <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh yeah no and and uh like i want to go to spokane because uh not that that's the kind of place i would normally think of going but i've got some friends up that way uh, my actually, I was kind of disappointed. My kid brother was living out in Washington, and I was going to use that as, as an excuse to go see him and then go meet up with a bunch of people. And the little fucker moved. <laughs> I was like, "Ah, oh, you bastard!" And then everybody got jobs except for my niece because she's like twelve, so she doesn't have to have a job yet. Fucking freeloader. Uh, <laughs> ah, nah. <laughs> she's she's way worse than a freeloader. <laughs> actually she she's she's pretty awesome she's uh, the funniest thing i could think about the whole thing is something i was reminded of when my brother told us that we had another kid coming we found out it was going to be a girl and <laughs> one of my one of my friends that has known my brother for a very long time just starts laughing at him he's like what what's funny and he's like daughters are god's karma for everything you've ever done in your life and he's like you are going to be miserable. <laughs> and it was just like, it's, it's funny to me, but for, for kind of a whole different way, because she's just like, she is little girl version of him. 
Right. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, this, this is like every parent curse that I've ever heard of any parent ever putting on a kid all coming true at once. Like that you're going to have a kid. They're going to be just like you. You were kind of a dog. So you're, you're going to have a daughter. She's going to be pretty and everybody's going to want her attention. <laughs> and, my, and my brother's like, man, fuck that. I got guns. <laughs> I, you know what? That's why I don't want kids, man. That's, that's, uh, not that, I mean, not that I was a complete shithead, but I mean, they're just a lot of work. They're a pain in the ass. Oh, oh, yes, they are. I mean, <laughs> they, they, they have their pros and cons. And like I said, I, I love my niece dearly. She's fantastic. Right. Um, I don't get to see them like ever, but that's just because like I said, literally before she was born, they were, they moved out to Washington and I saw her when she was like a year old. But the funny thing is, like, my sister-in-law is, she's, she's, she's tall. She's, she's like, she's got to be taller than me. So she's got to be like six foot, six one. Holy shit. Yeah. She, she's a, she's a tall gal. She, she must be a uh, sports, like, does she play sports? Um, I know she did back in the day. They, they do like those Spartan runs and shit, you know, like the heavy mutter competitions and things like that. CrossFit. Right. That's the kind of stuff they're, you know, kayaking and swimming and boating. They do like Ironmans and shit. Yeah. I, yeah. That kind of shit. Right. Now, the funny thing about that is my brother's like on a good day, maybe five, eight. <laughs> so Holy shit. I'm like, dude, your daughter's 12 and she's looking you in the eye with attitude. <laughs> she's looking down on you with attitude. Shit. Oh, well, she, she's not quite taller than him yet. He's still got like an inch on her, but <laughs> I'm like, man, you are so doomed. <laughs> Like she's gonna be six foot twelve, and <laughs> so well, seven feet it, tall. It was actually hilarious because I, uh, my my brother had put something on like Facebook or something. It was from one of those Spartan Run things they were doing, you know, where they had like the flaming barbed wire and shit on it. You know, you gotta crawl under the flaming barbed wire and then run through the mud and all this. And there's this picture, and it's like him and his wife, and then the biggest human being i have ever seen in my fucking life that wasn't on like a strongman competition show or right. like game of thrones or some shit like that like the mountain <laughs> that guy yeah no this this guy i was looking at him like jesus because he's standing next to my sister-in-law and just towering over her tall ass right and, and I'm, I'm saying that with all the love i have in my heart for her because like i said she puts up with my brother she's pretty okay and right. like I said, she's, but she's, she's tall. She's a little taller than I am. And this guy's like looming over her. And I'm just like, and you know, he's got his arm around her and I'm going, <laughs> I, 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 I sent my brother like, a, like a DM message. I'm like, dude, who is that slab of beef with his arm around your wife? <laughs> That's and, your Cause I know, <laughs> I, I know you and I know you don't take any shit, but at the same time, you ain't doing nothing to him. And he's like, oh, that's her brother. I'm like. Jesus, you better never piss her off. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like that. That dude looks like he could eat a truck. And my oh brother's my like, God. my brother's like, oh yeah, no, I, I would never fight him. And I'm like, no shit. He's like, I'll shoot the fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus I mean, Christ, bro. He's like, well, that- what am I supposed to do? I ain't wrestling with him. I'm like, yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good call. It's a good point. You, you're a hundred I mean, something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And then I and then I told him, I was like, "You ever watch Game of Thrones?" He's like, "Yeah, they're not doing that to my head." <laughs> like, like, Jesus, have you watched any good movies lately, man? Um, I did. What did I watch the other day? No, I'm I've actually kind of been out of the loop. I <laughs> I watched uh, Let There Be Carnage the other day. Is that the new car? The new uh, Venom one. Venom. I mean, it's it's not new, new, but it's it's new to me. I it, yeah, I was I was flipping through different streaming things, and I was like, oh, new Venom movie. Yeah, let's watch right. that. Oh my god, but, how um, ridiculous is it that there's so many different streaming services? I know, right? I mean, like, fuck. I I, I was happy when it was just like Prime and Netflix, Netflix and. Now it's like I I turn on Netflix and I'm like ah, none of this shit looks good to me anymore. And then um what what I did watch uh the Adam Project with uh I think that's on Prime. It's uh Ryan Reynolds. Mm. 
and he's like from one. the future he, he comes from the future back to like next year to and he it runs into his 12 year old self and gets all convoluted it's it's not like you know any kind of like deep thought provoking movie it's it's just kind of like a cheesy campy fun type thing that but it was pretty good for what it was you know have you seen that other one that he was in free guy free guy yes i saw free guy that one was hilarious. I, I, I yeah i was gonna say i laughed my balls off and I've, I've watched that probably four or five times at least it's really good which for me is a lot so right <laughs> i mean and i've probably like watched deadpool probably 50 times so. oh yeah easy deadpool is my favorite um one of my favorite superhero movies the other one is shazam shazam is like my my ultimate movie. shazam was a good one too yeah. I, I i was pleasantly surprised by that i was like lightning in the hand job with lightning this. light lightning in my hands <laughs> <laughs> fucking i love that movie man yeah actually now that i'm thinking about it i have to watch that I know it's been a while since I've watched it. Now I want to watch it. Yeah, well, that's well. My my biggest thing is in terms of that sort of stuff lately, at least, has been I just I've got all these little side things I'm working on. <sighs> None of them are ready to kick off yet, but I'm trying to like supplement my income a little bit. Just uh, you know, I mean, we all we got to do it. Inflation's kicking everybody's ass, right? And uh, one of the one of the programs i listen to on a regular basis is this guy jason stapleton he's a really smart guy he does like business coaching and financial advising and stuff like that um i was like former marine just uh but yeah he it's one of those things he talked i my friend turned me on to his show and i was like listen don't like this guy's really pretty smart and so he was he was talking about a lot of the stuff that's going on financially in this country at this point like right a year ago or you know 18 months ago and, he, and you know then a lot of these people are go you know a lot of the official people are like well you know nobody could have predicted this was going to happen and i'm like going no this guy with a podcast said it you know 18 <laughs> months ago but nobody wanted to listen to him he called it like almost to the day right and i'm like this guy's really got his stuff together and uh but one of the things he talks about on a regular basis is diversifying your sources of income. Right. Whether, and you know, it, the more I listen to it, the more sense it makes. Cause I mean, it's like, if you had a business, you wouldn't want to only have one customer. Right. Right. But, but in having a job, that's kind of what you're doing. You're selling your skills, your time to one employer. Right. And so you're completely dependent on that one source of income. So if something goes sideways, you're boned. <laughs> Right. So, so I've been working on some little side hustle stuff that I'm trying to get going. So hell yeah. I so my, too. uh, my personal entertainment time has been dedicated more to like reading stuff and trying to figure things out. What are you trying to uh, diversify to? Well, uh, I have some spice blends that I've put together and I've been working on figuring out distribution and packaging all this other stuff and you know getting them made in bulk as opposed to me making them in a kitchen somewhere right like a co-pack basically yeah um it actually exactly what it is i had to find a co-packer that i could work with <laughs> being a little you know a little nobody of a guy trying right. to like no i really don't need to make five thousand units of each flavor right off the door right that's but um i actually kind of fortunately due to another project that's going on at the company I work for. Um, we are <laughs> working with a co-packing company that does exactly that. Then they're making a bunch of prefab spice blends for my company that we're going to be using for some other projects we have going on just for consistency's sake. And I was like, well, you know, as long as we're here talking about this, you know, <laughs> I, was I was looking at doing some, some blends of my own you know, what, what are your minimums and all this other stuff? And the guy was like, well, I'll tell you what, we can kind of just put it on the, under the umbrella of this account, at least for, for the time being, right. assuming your boss is okay with it. And I was like, I'm like, okay, well I'll talk to him. And he was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, we already got proprietary spice blends. What's a few more. And I'm like, Oh, sweet. Oh, thanks. 
so yeah, so I, I've, so now I've got that covered. Now I just got to get everything finalized, get my seed money together. So, I, right. You know, once I put the order in with them, then I'm going to have to pay my, my company. <laughs> they're they're going to bill my company and then I'm going to buy the product from my company to distribute. Oh, okay. So, that makes sense. So, uh, but at least you get it, at least you get it for a little bit cheaper than what you would buy yourself. Oh, it's uh, no, I'm getting it for significantly cheaper. Right. Because, uh, and again, that also ties into the whole fact that I don't have to meet a minimum order amount now. either. Right. Because the company's meet satisfying their levels under contract. So it's like, ah, I can, I can order it 10 <laughs> pounds at a time instead of, you know, right. 50, 50 million because, pounds. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like, you know, when you get into like, you know, herbs and spices and stuff like that, the shit ain't cheap. Right. I mean, <laughs> So the stuff a lot of us use on a regular basis isn't like super unreasonable, but when you get into some of the more specialized ingredients that are in some of these blends I put together, right? You're looking at like you know forty or fifty dollars a pound. And Ouch! Like, yeah, exactly. When, when you're when you're trying to bootstrap yourself up, you can't you know afford to buy a hundred pounds of thirty dollar a pound spice. It's yeah, so. Well, I hope it works out, man. That's exciting. Well, yeah, thank you. It's it's going to be cool. I'm going to probably, I'm leaning towards tying it into the whole podcast thing too, just kind of making it a whole brand. There you go. And uh, I can put it on, put it on the website. Hell yeah! You know, yeah. <laughs> so buy Aaron spices now. <laughs> well, they're not available yet, but <laughs> well, not now, but when they're available. <laughs> but yeah, like I was thinking, like the meat rub, I'm gonna be like, I had to rub it. <laughs> I'm for that's it. That's the reaction I was going for. <laughs> I that's that's good. That's a good reaction like, to get out of people, yeah, man. You know, the, or I got the poultry blend. Like I had to choke it and have a picture of a chicken out in front of it. <laughs> because I, I'm a giant child, I'll admit it. And then you're gonna get the the the. Or I I had to jerk it. Oh my God! The conservative—you're <laughs> gonna get the the conservatives going. <gasps> I can't believe he said that. Right. Well, obviously, you've never listened to the show. <laughs> Screw you guys! That's funny. It is funny. No, I, th- I think so. That sounds good, man. I'm I'm here for it. Well, I'll I'll send you some samples once I get the uh, <clears throat> the initial. Because that, that's the other thing I figured out, too. I'm going to get the the initial runs. I'm ju- I'm going to, like, exclusively package them up and send them to my podcast friends because you guys are going to be my first tier of marketing. Hell, yeah. And I'll post, like, it. I'll post like, that shit all over the place. <laughs> you don't even have to post this. Just try it and tell me if it's any good or not. I love choking my meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so th- that's one, one thing I'm working on. And then I got... Uh, like my wife's working on putting together a business, so I've been trying to help her with stuff. That's cool, man. Uh, yeah, she's doing uh, handcrafted, scented, like hand poured candles and stuff. That's a hard. They smell really to get good. In. Oh yeah, it's. Well, I, I I've already got her customers. I just she just got to get her shit together. Right, <laughs> but um, because I I uh, she made some little sample ones like. This is going to sound kind of dumb, but it ain't dumb if it works. That's the way I look at it. Right. You ever exactly. see the uh, the uh, old smoky moonshine liquor shots, like the individual like little one ounce mason jars, basically? Yeah. Yeah. One of my kid's friends uh, last summer left a whole bunch of them here at the house. And I was, I was you know, we're cleaning up after him one night. I'm like, little fuckers leaving all empties all over the place. Right. Because uh where, where where we live, we're out in the county, so we can have bonfires. Right. So it, you, they, uh, my kids' friends come by in the summer, you know, p- pile up a bunch of wood, have a bonfire. And they're all, like like I said, like early 20s at this point. So, of course, they're out there drinking on, on a Friday night. I don't blame them. And and I, I'm, I'm a smart enough father to just leave them alone instead of trying to be one of those guys like, hey, I'm still cool. I'm going to hang out with the youngins. No, right. I'm still like. You guys good? Don't do anything stupid. Don't let yourselves on fire. If my house catches on fire, I'm shooting you. And <laughs> then I, I go back in the house. But, uh, and they were considered about where they, they left all their empties piled up on the, we have a table out on the, on the patio. So they left all their empties there. And I was looking at all these little like one ounce mason jars and I'm like, you know, 
these are kind of cool. I like these. And so I, I brought them all in the house and I, you know, like soaked them and washed them out and bleached them, cleaned them up real good. And I was going to put spices in them because I was like, oh, that's cool. I can punch holes in the lids and make little shakers out of them. Right. And so, so I washed them all out and I had them and I wasn't like thinking selling them or anything. I was just going to do it for myself. And, uh, so I, I, I come home one day and Shauna's pouring candles in them. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, woman? What the fuck? Those are my <laughs> empty glasses. <laughs> and she's like, well, no, I, I, I melted, I, I miscalculated how much wax I needed for this candle. So I had a bunch left over. So I was like, I didn't want to waste it. So I, I made samples. I was like, oh, cool. So I took a, a bunch of them and gave them to like, you know, some of my coworkers and my friends and my boss. Right. And they're all, now they're all like, dude, when's your wife's store going to start? Cause I want more candles. I was like, oh, okay. Thank you. Well, glad you liked them. Sweet, man. Yeah. And well, because the thing is like one of her biggest complaints, like, you know, the ones you go to like, you know, Walmart or whatever and buy is they'd either be like too overpowering or just the, she didn't like all the scents. So she started making her own combinations, but not making them as strong either. So they're, you'd light them and it's more subtle. Right. And that was what, like, all the people I gave them to were like, dude, I love it. It smells good, but it's not, like, overpowering. You know, it doesn't make the whole house stink. It just smells good in that one room. Right. So, yeah. So I'm like, babe, come on. <laughs> get, get your hustle on here. We we, we need money. So. Oh, yeah. So cool, I've man. been. But like I said, so that's where a lot of my spare time goes. That's why I don't watch much in the way of TV and movies these days. Right. Although I have been, I have been watching Moon Knight, which is a that's a Marvel show, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's the new one on Disney Plus. I I don't remember exactly how I because I, I mean I, you know a lot of people talk about it and I'm like yeah okay that's great. And right. I turned it on. I turned it on. I don't know. Two. Let me think. Episode five came out today, so I turned it on two weeks ago. And I watched the first three episodes, like, back to back to back. And right. I don't remember what, I don't remember even why I did it, but I was like, I, I mean, I was sitting around waiting for something to watch, but I, for whatever reason, I was sitting on the couch and I was watching TV. Like I said, I, I haven't been doing that much lately. So for me, it's more like, oh, this is weird. And the fact that I watched three, like, 40 minute episodes back to back to back was like, wow, I must really be enjoying this show. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so I've, I, 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 I've been watching that. That's one of the new things I've been watching. That's about think, it though, really. <laughs> I think they, uh, they, there's, there's that saying too much of a good thing. And, and I think they oversaturated that at Marvel. They're in the process of oversaturating it. Kind yeah, of like what no, they I, did with, with Star Wars. Yeah. I, I can, I can totally get behind that sentiment. I just happened to, I've, I've always had a thing for like, uh, the Egyptian pantheon, I guess right. I just, I've, I've always thought it was really cool. So that was kind of what hooked me on, on this particular series. I mean, I, when I was younger and read comic books, I, I enjoyed Moon Knight kind of for that reason. I was like, Oh, Egyptian gods. Cool. Right. Yeah. Uh, that and Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider was always my go-to comic when I was a young Ghost Ghost Rider's a badass. Not yeah, the movie badass that badass on a motorcycle, big flaming head. Right. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Spirit of vengeance. Fuck yeah. I can Punish hear. Well, yeah, you know. But uh yeah, so that's yeah, like I said, other than that though, I've been like I said, weighing out recipes and scaling stuff and portioning stuff and figuring out distribution, figuring out what I got to do for licenses and figuring out what I got to do for FDA labeling. And <laughs> it's all the stuff that I technically should know just on the basis of what I do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's a little different when I'm, you know, putting my own name on the line and my own you know, right. assets on the line. I want to make sure all the T's and I's are properly dotted and crossed. Well, yeah. So, yeah, and uh, I like I've been looking, re- going through the process of like figuring out setting up an LLC and all this other stuff, taxes, and uh, I mean, 
if I'm going to do this stuff, I don't want to do it half cocked. You know, I, right. I want, I want to do, I want to do it the right way. So I haven't been having nearly as much fun as I should be lately. I've been, I mean, damn it. I'm, I'm at that stage in my life where I'm supposed to be enjoying myself a little bit more. I'm supposed to be getting, you know, more of that mindset of like, Hey, the hard part's done. I should be relaxing, but yeah, I'm not relaxed. It seems and, like, uh, uh, the older you get, the busier you get. Cause that's the way it seems for me. <laughs> older i keep yeah. getting more more and more i keep for some reason just adding to my fucking plate <laughs> yeah seems like it and i've been babbling what have you been up to <laughs> oh man uh, i've just been working a lot podcast is doing really good um i've been That's working great. on uh, like audio editing taking an audio editing class And so I've really enjoyed that. And it's made me realize how much I actually, like I really enjoy creating the creating process. And and I had no prior experience before starting my podcast. And so it's kind of one of those things that now I just, I can't get out of it. I absolutely love it. So I'm considering trying to go into business for myself to actually audio engineer to try to, to see if I can't make it doing that, like producing podcasts and stuff like that. No, that's actually, that's, a, I was going to say, that's, that's got a lot of side hustle potential in it right. or full-time hustle if you, if you, right. if you really do it enough. But I mean, like even on there's, oh God, what's the Fiverr? Well, there's Fiverr, but there's another one too. But um, yeah, Fiverr is a good example where you can just do freelance stuff. Right. You know, there's, there's a lot, a lot of people out there looking for it, so. Right. And so I, so yeah, so I've just been kind of working on that and I got um, a new series for my show that's coming out. Actually, it comes out on May 1st. So this Sunday at midnight. So I'm excited about that. Um, I've been working on that for fuck like three months now. So I'm excited. That'll be cool. I'm looking forward to it. So. Yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah. Other awesome. than that, man, everything everything else is good, and life is good, and yeah, kind of chilling. Awesome, good. I'm I'm glad to hear it. That's fantastic, fan fucking tastic, Aaron. I don't appreciate Fuck you. Yeah, I don't appreciate <laughs> your non enthusiasm. Really grinds my gears. <laughs> I don't know. That was dramatic for shizzle. <laughs> <laughs> So, but no, man, it, but life is good. I'm, I'm pretty content right now, man. That's good. I'm, I'm, I, I, I am truly happy to hear that, sir. That's sorry. My inability to focus on certain things here. My tea bags driving me nuts. <laughs> you heard it here. You heard it here, folks. His tea bag is driving him nuts. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, well, depending on who you ask, some people say it's a drive. Some people say it's more of a putt. Oh, <laughs> but a bump. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think you wanted me to ask your wife, but it's fine. Like, I'm sure that. Yeah. Spelled... No. I no no. <laughs> she, she she lies. <laughs> <laughs> Said it was a good size. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm going to laugh at myself now, huh? But, yeah. Um, I, I, God, I just derailed my train of thought again. Not you, Aaron. No, that's not part of it. Oh, no, that's, yeah, that's, I, there's a lot of rambling that goes on. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing. I've managed to capitalize on it to, to a certain extent. Right. It's a miracle. I don't have people beating down the door asking me to explain shit to them. I know that's what I'm saying, man. I got somebody beating down my door right now to, to for you to explain something to them, man. I don't even know what it is, but yeah. they want you to explain something to them. Like Aaron, there's just something soothing in the tone of your voice when you're telling me <laughs> that it's something that I'm not paying an ounce of attention to. I mean, I, I it's I don't know what it is. I've just got one of those voices where. <laughs> It's, it's just people like the tone, but they don't actually listen to the fucking words. Right. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Like, wow, this guy's so soothing. 
You just got done talking about hitting somebody in the head with a brick. You're soothed? Yeah, but his tone is very relaxing when he's talking about hitting somebody in the head with a brick. I mean, that is true, right? That's why people listen to, <laughs> like, true crime podcasts, right? It's... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, uh, honestly, I think there's something wrong with you motherfuckers. <laughs> like, cause, and I'm saying this as somebody who sleeps next to somebody who does this. If you can fall asleep watching like the first 48, I, I am slightly concerned about you. <laughs> and, and I married one of them. My, my wife, I go to sleep every night listening to somebody whacked their husband. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, she's suddenly She's subtly, but not so subtly trying to tell you that she's going to kill you. Oh, no, I've, I've, I've told everyone I know at this point, like, yeah, if, if I, if there's anything even slightly questionable about my death, she did that shit. <laughs> I said, if there's, if it seems perfectly natural, she probably still did it. She probably still did I've that to- shit. I've told a lot of people she could kill me and get away with it. No, what? Yeah, no, she would not get caught because she's smart and she watches this shit right. obsessively. Right. Like, it's not just that she watches true crime. It's how she watches true crime that bothers me. She watches these programs and she sits there and she's and she'll be like, oh, that that's why that bitch got caught right there. <laughs> and like, you know, 15 minutes later, this was her fatal mistake. Like, how do you know that? Like, well, duh. Like, duh. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, she, she she could murder me and get away with it in a heartbeat. That's hilarious. My only defense is I keep telling her, like, well, honey, just you remember that one episode of CSI where the fat chick passed out on the skinny guy and crushed him to death and then, you know, didn't want to admit that she passed out. So she was willing to take the murder rap just so she wouldn't become a punchline. Like, I'm not afraid of being a punchline. I will crush you and tell people I passed out. (laughs) I I am a big dude. I will just tell everybody that I did. I was unconscious and didn't hear you screaming. She's just like, oh, very funny. That's (laughs) hilarious. Yeah. I mean, now these are jokes, people. I would never do it. I would never kill my wife. I love my wife. Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. (laughs) It's it's, it's amazing. I'm actually thinking about making a t-shirt that just says allegedly on it with like a picture of my face. (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) But, you know. I, I I have, I've, I may have told the story once or twice or thrice. I, I actually accidentally stabbed a coworker years ago and it was an accident. Allegedly. No, no, there's nothing. That's where, that's where I always say there's nothing alleged about it. I actually did that one. I've been accused of a lot of shit that I will, that I will say allegedly I did this. No, I, I legitimately accidentally stabbed a coworker. It was, it was not, it was, it was a total accident. I, I was, I, well, I was, I was being young and stupid and slightly, you know, I was rushing, which I shouldn't have been doing. I was trying to gather up a bunch of knives because the knife sharpening company was at the kitchen I was working at at the time. And this guy was going around a corner and somebody was coming the opposite direction. And so he went forward, the guy came the opposite direction. So this guy took a step backwards towards me. I was like hunkered down looking underneath a tape for one of the prep tables. Cause I was missing a knife. And so I kind of, when the guy backed up, I fell off balance and my arms went up in the air and I happened to be holding a paring knife at the time. And I stabbed him in the butt. Oh my God. Like straight in yeah. the butt. Yeah. Like, well, in, in like, in like the right butt cheek. Oh. And it, it was kind of funny. Cause I missed stabbing him in the wallet by like an eighth of an inch. Right. I, I nicked his wallet and the knife went right into his ass. Is he all right? Was and, he all right? Uh, eventually. He got like four stitches. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I had to take him to the hospital. He bled all over my seats. Oh, that was nice of him. <laughs> I was like, put a towel down, damn it. <laughs> Although the funny thing is, I didn't know I stabbed him until after the fact. Right. He didn't know I stabbed him. He didn't feel it. What? The way he found out was he went around the corner and... I, I, of, of all people, my wife, this was before we got married, but my, the, the woman who is now my wife goes, why are the back of your pants all red? Cause we were in a kitchen and we wore like the check pants, you know, right. Kitchen checks. And so he puts his hand back there and it comes away. He covered in blood. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, and I'm like, dude, did I get you? I thought, I thought, I thought I almost got you. Did I get you? And he's like, my ass is bleeding. 
<laughs> and he's like, you fucking stabbed me. And I'm like, dude, sorry. It wasn't on purpose. Right. He's like, bullshit. Now, what does not help the situation to me is the day previous, I had I was uh, out in the back alley behind the kitchen, like in the back alley where we went to go smoke. I was sitting on a milk crate having a cigarette, and the dude crop dusted me on his way to come out and have a smoke. And oh. I looked at him, and I went, dude, I swear to Christ, if you ever do that again, I'm stabbing you in the ass. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so less than 24 hours later, I stabbed him in the ass. You were just prophesizing. That's it. That's yeah. All. Well, and the thing is, because of that, nobody believed it was an accident. Right. Of course. Except him. He knew it was an accident because he was there when I almost fell over. And he was like, you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Did I get you? He's like, no, nah, I'm good. Right. And I so know. neither one of us. Yeah. But apparently he wasn't good. And, and I, don't, I wouldn't this know was how like, he didn't feel it. Well, it was just a little grazing, you know. Right. But. And it was, you know, a paring knife. They're, they're pretty sharp. Right. But also, like I said, he was focused on what he was doing, and I was, yeah. And, uh, you know, this was like 20 years ago at this point, and he still brings it up. <laughs> of course he does. Well, I'm at least like, you guys dude, are friends now. Yeah, and, you know, if, if, you, if you've been friends with somebody that stabbed you in the butt for like 20 years, you're never going to let them live it down. No, fuck no. So, yeah. That's all right, though. And that was actually kind of funny when we went, to, when I took him to the hospital and he had to get stitches and everything, he, st- he, he was like, I don't want to get, I don't want to get stitches. This is bullshit. I'm afraid of needles. And so they make him drop trow. And the funny thing is he has a tattoo on that butt cheek. He has the words, your name here tattooed on his ass. <laughs> Because we used to go to the bar and he would bet people, dude, I bet you I got your name tattooed on my ass. And of people would be, be like, like, bullshit. Bullshit. Like, I bet you a drink. And he, he'd drop trout and your name tattooed on his ass. And he, that's how he would scam drinks. I mean, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's, but, it's genius. Yeah. But when the nurse saw that he had a tattoo on his ass, she was like, you better, if you don't shut your ass up about being afraid of needles. Like, it's, it's not, not the same. The same. <laughs> and, and I'm and, I, and I'm sitting out in the waiting room, just like <laughs> laughing, right? Uh, and they're and you know, and they're like one of the nurses, like, "Well, what are you here with the uh, the other cook?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Well, what happened? I'm like, apparently, I stabbed him in the ass. <laughs> like, and uh, you know, on purpose? No, it wasn't on fucking purpose. If it was on purpose. I'd be busy getting fired, not driving him to the hospital, right? Of course it wasn't on purpose if it was on purpose do you think he'd want me here <laughs> right exactly like oh my god yes please you stabbed me please come take me to the to the hospital like dude it's only fair you stabbed me you should drive man like i said put a towel down <laughs> I had to shampoo my seats after that horrible <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, so we'll just do a little quick outro real quick to tell everybody, you know, where they can find you and just one more time for all the, right. you know the drill, fuck. <laughs> so my name is Kevin. If you haven't caught that, I'm the host of the Jury Room Podcast. You can find the Jury Room Podcast on most major podcasting platforms. Anywhere you're listening to this podcast, I can almost guarantee you I'm going to be there. If you have a true crime episode that you want me to cover, you can send me an email, juryroompodcast at gmail.com. Uh, the series that I'm talking about is that I was talking about is on addiction. It's called addicted and that comes out on May 1st. So if this comes out after May 1st, which I'm assuming it will, the episodes um, will be already be out. Uh, actually, this will probably be coming out Friday. So, Oh, well, so <laughs> this will be coming out before the addicted series comes out. So check it out Sunday, tune in at midnight. The introduction episode will be out. It's definitely a series of a labor of love. And I'm just, I'm really excited. I hope it helps somebody. If you have a story of addiction or substance abuse, you can reach out to me, Jerry Room Podcast at Gmail. Awesome. All right. Thanks, man. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. Like I said, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be cool. And uh, yeah. So, Kevin, thanks for joining me. And for now, that's what we had to say. Thanks for having me, Aaron. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, 
give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I had to say at podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.